Hello, everybody. Welcome back into Talk Off. It is Friday, February 3rd. And boy, Zach and I had an absolute dogfight on our picks last night. Providence against the Xavier Musketeers. I covered, but Providence lost, unfortunately. But that was fun, Zach. We we should do those more often where we, we pick against each other. And it's like kind of a a game within the podcast that we uh, I agree. can I think against. I think. I think we need to pick more same games. It made it so much more. Like I personally, Providence Xavier, don't really care. Don't really wouldn't watch it on a normal day. But I turned on that second half and I watched the entire second half. I didn't even pick up my phone. I was watching that second half. It was such a good game. I think I want to start today's show off by uh, acknowledging that the fact that Vanessa Hutchins is now off the market. This this might be the best news Pirates fans have received since Andrew McCutcheon coming back to Pittsburgh. It definitely definitely is. So shout out Cole Tucker getting engaged to Vanessa Hutchins. Congratulations, my man! What a beast! That dude has some crazy hair. He does have some crazy hair, but he he's has some crazy he's, hair. He's sick at ball though. Oh, he, he's sick. He was a pretty. He was like supposed to be their prospect, right? Like he was their guy when he came up. Like Early, he was supposed to be him. Yeah, early, he was supposed I to be Timothy for Pittsburgh, right? Himmy Smalls. Yeah, but now now he's just Timothy because his wife is going to be Vanessa Hutchins. That a boy? This is true. Every person who's out there who's like the age of like, I'd say like twenty to twenty eight is very sad right now to see Vanessa Hutchins officially off the market. What was that song? It's because like, all these are the guys, these are guys who, who grew up with High School Musical. That was their first crush. A lot of people. Damn, I'm down bad. I'm kind of, I'm kind of, kind of tight right now. <sighs> it's okay. That one hit the heartstrings hard. I so know. Zach, before we get really into, yeah, no, I mean, she did. I, I, I had, I had a chance. I thought. Um, so Zach, before we get into the main portion of the show today, which is going to be choosing division winners for each division and then futures for the league winners, I wanted to go over a few moves that we might've skipped over on uh Tuesday show and just, we'll, we'll kind of, we'll kind of rip through them somewhat quick. Uh, and we'll get, we'll get your thoughts on him as well. Jeff McNeil, four years, $50 million signs an extension with the New York Metropolitans. Zach, I want to, I want I want to hear your opinion of the reigning batting champ getting this deal. I think personally for the Mets, I think this is a great deal for us. I am thrilled that we locked McNeil up also known as the flying squirrel. So McNeil, the flying squirrel, he got his nut. So I'm happy for him. How long have you been waiting for that one? A little bit. I'm not going to lie. I cooked that <laughs> you up. Was you thought that about that this one. afternoon. Yeah, yeah. You thought about that this afternoon. And you were like, oh, on the podcast night, that's going to sound great. And excuse me if you can hear a few uh, ice cubes jingling around. I've, I'm drinking an iced coffee right now, and I, I'm feeling the caffeine right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, I would boy. be lying if I wasn't if I didn't say I was a little jittery right now. If you're listening, strap in, because this is going to be quite in. the episode. I definitely Chris have the caffeine jittery Just right finished now. the coffee already. Yeah, so Jeff McNeil staying with the Mets. What do you want me to say, Chris? I mean, I think this is deal. a great deal. Yeah, I think it's just a, it's a great deal. If you could not be happier if you're a Mets fan, and and I think it's because you know Jeff McNeil is that guy who he's that guy who is underappreciated throughout the league, but.
but appreciated by Mets fans. Mets fans absolutely love this guy because they they see him play every day, day in and day out. And he's one of those guys you have to see them play day in and day out to really understand how good they are. Like Jeff McNeil, he's not gonna he's not gonna pop out at you if you just go to you know a couple games. You're like, oh, that Jeff McNeil guy is crazy. Right. That's more like the Pete Alonzo's, the Lindors, and and guys like that. But Jeff McNeil is very important to this offense. He's very important to this whole team in the field and in the lineup. I love the deal. I think they got him for honestly pretty cheap, just over ten mil AV. I think that's great for the Mets. I think it's great for McNeil. And they got they got the guy for the next four years for their their window, their run that they're trying to go on with Steve Cohen. Yeah, I think this is this is also a good sign for the organization moving forward. I think we kind of have to take a little how, how should I phrase this? We kind of have to take a page out of the Braves book here. I think we need to start locking up our young talent early and fast. I mean, I mean, we've all seen that list that the Braves have. It's they've locked up their guys for it seems like forever now. Like that young core the Braves have, it's like the next decade that's going to be their squad. Exactly. Yeah, and we need to start doing that in New York. So McNeil, obviously, this is this is a monumental step forward for the Mets because. Honestly, besides like David Wright, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of it in my lifetime, who who we've really had homegrown talent really signed back for a significant amount of time. Like David Wright signed back, but like besides that, no, we, I can't really think of one off the top of my head as of right now. I think Alonzo's got to come next, and then I'm just trying to think who else here. I mean, I mean, you can go down the road and and say, you know, if guys like Beatty, Mauricio, those guys like that, or Alvarez pan out, you obviously have to lock those guys up too. But McNeil and Alonzo are going to be a great start to what should be a good young core here in New York. I agree. I think I think Alonzo's definitely next up, and they they have to lock him down. He is he's the face of that he's the face of the Mets right now. As much as people want to say it's, you know, maybe Lindor, Diaz because of his song or whatever. It's a, it's Pete Alonso. It, it's Pete Alonso, 100%. So they yeah. need to lock him lock him down and give him his money. And it feels weird. I'll tell you it really does feel weird having like a good homegrown talent player to stay with this team. Cuz I'm so accustomed to them leaving and going somewhere else, but it's very refreshing to see McNeil stay and I'm happy to see him in orange and blue for the next uh, four seasons. Do you want to hear something funny? I would love I, to hear something funny. It's not that funny, actually. I right. always and why I don't did know you start, why? Then, then why did you shut up? Shut up! Shut up. Why did you anyway. go in with that? Now I'm expecting a laugh. All right. Well, maybe you'll laugh. I always, I don't know why, in my head, think that Jeff McNeil is Neil Walker. I mean, they're not, not even remotely not close but... to the same fucking player. They they both have Neil in their names, and they both played second base for the Mets. That's Neil it. Walker should, should got got robbed of an MVP in New York because when you were just saying that Jeff McNeil is like homegrown talent, I was like, wasn't he on the? I was like, wasn't he on the Pirates? And then I just looked it up, and I was like, nah, that's Neil Walker. Yeah, that's Neil Walker. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Maybe I need a coffee. Holy shit. But yeah, all around good move for the Mets. I'm 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 thrilled. Uncle Steve locked up McNeil, and uh, looking forward to seeing the reigning batting champ in action this year in Queens. Moving down south, the Rays lock up Yandy Diaz three years, 
$24 million extension. Zach, this is a good deal for the for the Rays. And they continue to keep that homegrown talent in-house, keeping them happy with some short-term high AAV deals. And honestly, you, 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 as a Rays fan, you got you to gotta be thrilled about this. Yeah, I mean the the Rays continue to do you know what they've always done, and that's keep the guys who they believe that they can pay minimal money to, and still make them a good team. And Yandy Diaz is is just that guy, right? It's I mean, a, in guy, Tampa, you're balling on a budget, and they, they exactly. I mean, you really well. are, and. And this is a guy who had a career year last year batting 296, 401, 423 slash line. That, that's incredible. That, that's not the kind of year that this guy is is expected to have, and he did have it last year, and that's great for the race. If they can get production out of Yandy Diaz and they can get production out of a lot of the other young guys that they have, they're going to come back off of injury out from last year. You know, They're, gonna, they're obviously going to be one of the teams to beat in the AL, they're definitely going to be in that wild card race, and who knows what the Rays are looking forward to in the future. But eight eight mil a year for Yandy Diaz, I think it's a great deal for the Rays, and we'll we'll see where it goes. Obviously, you know, we like to say their deals are good, and then the guy could tear his ACL and not play a game. So, but yeah, but I, right I, now, I like this. I like deal. this deal. This is a guy who just keeps the line moving, gets on base, very good defender. Can play first and third. Like this is, I think, as a as a Rays fan, you got to be thrilled about this. If I was a Rays fan, I think I would be happy. Moving on, Zach Greinke, Royals, one year deal. I couldn't find the uh, the much? AAV on this. I it's probably it's it's probably not going to be. A lot guess. for Granky, but he's back for another year with the Royals. Three and a half. Three and a half mil? Three and a half, four. I'm going to guess. I'm okay. sorry. I'm just guessing. Uh, so he's back for his age 39 season. This probably has to be one of the last years for for Zach down in uh, KC. But it's nice. I, I like that he went back to, to the Royals. Kind of, you know, just start off where – or end his career where he began and won a Cy Young in 2009. So – I think it's cool to see him back in that uniform. Zach, I'm, I'm looking at it now. He got paid 13 mil last year. I wonder if he's going to get somewhere. Did he that, really? Yeah, he got 13 mil. And in... Uh, My God. And, and before that, he had that crazy contract with Houston where he was getting paid 35 a year. Well, that was... that. Was, yeah, but right, that was right. different. But they really signed him to a $13 million deal. Yeah, one year, year, 13 mil. Wow, that's crazy. I did not expect that, but Zach Granke is... He honestly wasn't even guy. that bad last year. It's just the team itself is just not great. 3-6 ERA, 137 yeah, innings. Right Holy yeah. I mean, the K per nine is is not there, 4.8, but it, I mean, it really has never really been there for him besides like his 2011 uh, season, his Cy Young season was up there, and then... Every, I think everybody remembers that 2015 season with the Dodgers, where it was 19 and three with a 1.6 ERA. That was incredible, incredible, and he didn't win the Cy Young. So this is probably wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What? Who won the Cy Young in 2015? Was it Jacob Degrom? No, 
No, uh, 2015 Cy Young. I can tell you right now. Dude, he went 19 and 3 with a 166. Oh, you know who it was? I could tell you, I know exactly who it was. It was Jake Arietta because that was the year he threw two no nos. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Or did he throw two no nos? He definitely threw a no no on Sunday Night Baseball in Los Angeles. I vividly remember the Los Angeles no hitter. And then Dallas Keuchel won in the AL. That was when yeah. like all the Dallas Keuchel hype was. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get the. Um, I get. I get why he came in second. Now that makes sense. It was the Arietta year. I forgot. Degrom finished seventh in voting. Degrom won Rookie of the Year the year before that. Okay. Uh, trivia question: Do you know who won the uh, home run derby in? Was it 2015? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, come on. You can't give me a trivia question unless you have the whole question. Yeah, 2015 Home Run Derby. And the only reason I know this is because it's just like the guy himself is so funny. It's not that random. 2015. It's not random? It's not random. Okay. This player who won the Home Run Derby in 2015, he won it in his home ballpark that year. Is that that's my hint? I don't know. That's your I'm hint. Fucking hosted in 2015. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you the I'll give you the city, Cincinnati. I was gonna guess San Diego. Was it Joey Votto? No way. Uh it was Todd Frazier. Todd Frazier. That's <laughs> yes, Todd right. Frazier. You're right. You're right. It was Todd Frazier. I totally forgot about that. Todd Frazier, such a weird guy. He's he's, he's, he's just such guy. a funny guy to me. I don't know why. He does all the Little League World Series shit now. He does. He does. He does. Yeah. Do all the he's, like a le- he's a legend there because he was good when he was 12 years he's a, old. He's a, he's, a, he's a legend in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. That's it. And, and, um, and in New Jersey. Definitely not Queens. I'll tell you that much. Definitely not Queens. He did have <laughs> that one. He definitely he did, he did have that one ninth inning home run. That's uh, true. It, it, with the, that was crazy. That was I lost. He had like that one, he that one moment. Yeah, in the bottom of the ninth to extend the game. All right, Zach, moving on from Granky, let's go up north to the Blue Jays, and this is the last major move that happened this week. Chad Green in agreement with the Toronto Blue Jays. This is an interesting trade, excuse me, interesting signing for the Blue Jays. Uh, they beef up the bullpen. I'm not the biggest fan of, of Chad Green. I, I think he's a very serviceable reliever. I think he's probably right around major league average. Yeah, he's he's kind of someone who I, I've just seen too much of from playing the yeah. Yankees so often. But he's a solid. He'll be a solid, you know, sixth, sixth or seventh inning guy, probably sixth inning for the Toronto Blue Jays. And they do need help in that in the middle of that um bullpen they need help in those middle innings so i think i think it's good they get a guy for the middle innings so they can get into their deep closers you know jordan the jordan romanos of the world so i think it's good you know there's you can always use bullpen help and there's there's no reason that a team who is fighting for the who is going to fight for the playoffs should not be boosting their bullpen so i like it yeah overall this is uh this is kind of one that flew under the radar i'm sure for a lot of people but a, a very I would I would grade this a good signing for the Blue Jays. More bullpen is never a bad thing in this league. We know how fast injuries can pick up in the middle of the season. So it's good to grab that depth while you can. 
uh, through the free agent market. So good move by the uh, by the Blue Jays to to grab uh, Chad Green on what, what I, I think is a one year deal because I, I mean it just seems like Chad Green wouldn't really sign. I, a, I would assume it's seems, a one year deal. But I mean that's it's he spent seven years in New York with the Yankees. I'm kind of shocked yeah. that he. I'm so happy he's he walked gone. away for. Yeah, I mean he's he's had some good years with the Yankees. He's had some shaky years, but um, this is definitely uh, with the Yankees bullpen being what it was um, in years past. This is probably a piece that Yankee fans probably didn't want to lose losing depth in the bullpen. But uh, it will be seen how uh, to see how the Yankees build this pen back up uh, for another run at the division. All right, Zach, let's get into the main portion of our show here today. Major League Futures on division winners. Do you want to start in the AL or the NL? It does not matter to me. Let's do AL, but let's start West. I feel like we always start East. Okay, let's start out West. So the Astros are the the dead-on favorite to win this division at minus 213. Followed by the Mariners at plus 320, the Rangers at plus 900, the Angels at plus 1,200, and the good old Oakland Athletics at plus 25,000. <laughs> Holy shit. Oakland. Those are some good – that's good value. Now, that's, now I'll, I'll tell you one thing. If you guys you have put a, a penny few, on that. If you guys have a dollar or two in your, in your DraftKings, your FanDuel account, go throw a few dollars on that. Why not? You never know. They're still pro. They're still professional baseball players. That's true. The cities of Houston, Seattle, Anaheim, and wherever Texas is, Arlington, can all blow up. I'll tell and you one o- thing: the Oakland has to win the division. You want to get fired up to bet on the Oakland Athletics? Go on Netflix right now. Watch Moneyball. Brad Pitt <laughs> and Jonah Hill will, will convince you to throw your fucking mortgage on this team. No, seriously, don't do that because. Please don't. Uh, there'll be a lot of angry people that telling me to bet their mortgage on the Oakland Athletics to win the division. Yeah, please don't do that. Okay, so Zach, I I mean, right off the bat, it's very obvious that this is the Astros' division to lose this year, yeah, in my opinion. It is. But we know it that is. the Mariners have improved. You, we've talked about it. We know you are very high on this Mariners team. Yeah, I mean... I am very high on this Mariners team, and I think they're going to be very good. I think they're going to be in the same spot they were last year in that wild card game. I do think that this is the Houston Astros division to lose, and it's theirs to win as well. It is theirs to win or lose. They will decide if they win or lose. They're not. I, I don't see the Houston Astros getting outplayed by anyone in this division. But if they suffer injury or they struggle for a little bit, the Mariners could overtake them. Will that happen? Most likely not. I'm picking the Astros to win it. To oh my god, I'm picking the Astros to win the <laughs> AL West for the sole reason that they are the reigning World Series champions. They may have lost Justin Verlander, but they added an MVP caliber first baseman in Jose Abreu, a young guy like Hunter Brown, and this team's only only getting better, which is insane to say. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm taking the Astros to win this division. Uh, for me, it's not only the smart pick, but it's the right choice here because Dusty Baker is a legend. Uh, if you just take one look at the guy, like I, I, I want Dusty Baker to be my manager. Like 
he fires me up when you see when you see a manager wearing a wristband with his own face and signature on it, it you, you you love the guy immediately like you're like this guy is a legend and there's no way he doesn't win this division with the team that he has so i'm taking no dusty baker and the astros to win the al west at minus 213 it's an obvious pick to move on to the American League Central here, the Guardians are the favorite at plus 150, but right behind them, the White Sox at plus 160. Twins not too far behind at plus 290. Detroit Tigers at plus 2,500. And the Kansas City Royals at the back of the pack here at plus 4,000. This you division know, I, can go anywhere, honestly. Yeah, Chris, I, I really think, I mean, I think it's fair to say I think it's fair to say mm-hmm. that Detroit and Kansas City are out of the race this year. Yeah, not their not their years, as we'll say. It. No, they're, this they're is not a, there this yet. This is a three team. This is a three team race between the Chicago White Sox, the Cleveland Guardians, and the Minnesota Twins. Yeah. Who is going to win this division? And it's really tough. I could see any single one of these teams winning the division. Yeah. I personally would probably stay away from the White Sox, even though we've liked them a lot recently, just because I I just think about just the injury concerns with this team. The same thing it was they're last always, year. They're always hurt, and they're they're going to be going. They have a new manager this year, right? I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, it's uh, the, it, I know it's not Tony Larusa. That's all I know. I don't Tony know who LaRusso. it is, but um, but this team is is injury prone. They are. They've proven they are last year when they were the favorite to win the division and they didn't do that. They didn't even come close. Right. 11 games back at the end of the season last year. Oh, Pedro uh, Griffel, who is a former New York Met. So, so, uh, so Zach, honestly, I, I, I have personally, I, I, I love the guardians. Me I, too. I love the Guardians in this division, but the Twins, honestly, for me, they're not too far behind. That Lopez trade really, really makes me look at that team in a different light now that they have a seriously, um, a serious arm in that rotation now. I definitely have view it. them differently. Yeah. Me too, 100%. I was 100% off the Twins until they made that trade. They got Pablo Lopez, and now they have well, see, someone the thing who I'm is, not afraid is going to die halfway through the season. Right, and at this right now, if you're Minnesota, you not only have a, a serious arm in this rotation now, this is a move where if you're in contention come mid-July, there's no reason why you can't go out there and get someone in the in the, in the the trade market. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. There's no reason why this team isn't set up to make a little bit of a push and then make a move that pushes them over the edge and into playoff contention immediately. Because I do think this team is a piece or two away from seriously contending for the division. I think they could make a run, but I don't think they're as set up well as the Guardians to win this division. I'm taking the Guardians at plus 150, but I'll tell you Minnesota is like a move or two away from really changing my mind about this pick. Yeah, Chris, I'm with you on the Guardians. I'm with the Guardians all day for the regular season. The problem with the White Sox and the Twins is what they're going to have is that these teams are can't progress in the playoffs in the AL unless they win the division. It's just it's just how they're shit out of luck. The Mariners are too good. The Rays and the Blue Jays are too good. The the Orioles are too good. These teams are 
too good. The Rangers are getting better. Teams are getting better. If you don't win the division, you're going to have a hard time getting in that playoff. So yeah. you got to win the division. Yep. But still, I'm still sticking with the Guardians. I just think they're they're too good offensively, bat to ball, and defensively to to pick anyone else. And their bullpen. Oh, my goodness. Moving on to the American League East, the Yankees are the favorite at plus 115. Right behind them, the Blue Jays at plus 190. The Tampa Bay Rays, plus 400. Zach's beloved Boston Red Sox at plus 1,800. And rounding out the pack, Baltimore Orioles at plus 2,500. Zach, I'm not going to lie. The American League East and the National League East could be the two hardest divisions to pick in terms of value in all of major league baseball this year. They're, they're definitely tough there. I mean, we've, we, we've talked about it. They're definitely the two best divisions in baseball. East coast baseball is back. East coast baseball and, is back. And I think it's just, it's tough. A lot of these teams are very similar. A lot of these teams are going to be in the playoffs. These, these are two divisions where we could see six playoff teams. So it, it's really hard to pick for me, as many people know who have listened to this podcast, I am a Boston Red Sox fan. So there is no yeah. shot that I'm picking the Yankees to win the division. <laughs> I'm picking the Toronto Blue Jays. I like the this Yankees, pick a lot. The Yankees, fuck the Yankees. I, here's the thing that I have a problem with with the Yankees this year is that they did a little too good at the beginning of last year. Yeah, a little too good. The the whole historic winning so many games in a little amount of time, and they couldn't keep it up, and they ended with ninety nine wins. Congratulations, everybody was like, "Oh, they're gonna make more than fucking one sixteen, one twenty. They're breaking records." Ninety nine. They didn't even lead the league. They were third, fifth, actually. Just kidding, fifth. So this team clearly cannot finish a season, and I like the Toronto Blue Jays this year. If like I said, like I keep saying when we're talking about the Toronto Blue Jays, if Jose Barrios can figure it out, this team is very, very, very scary, and there's no reason why they can't outperform. And you the have Yankees. a guy who could probably win a so a, a, a Cy Young in um in Alec and Kevin Gosman. Either of them could win the Cy Young. This is a tough. This is this is tough, man. Like honestly, my gut wants to say the Yankees just because the Yankees have owned this division in recent memory. Uh, and, and they only got better with Rodon and the rotation, uh, which takes a little bit of pressure off of Cole. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Yankees here at plus 115. It's For me, it's the right pick with the value. Uh, the Yankees rotation is the best in the American League East by far. I mean, and, 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 and to your point, the Blue Jays could easily take that take over that spot, but there's a little bit unknown with Barrios and the back end of that rotation um, with Ryu is hasn't been as 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 solid as they would have liked it to be uh, with, with, with that signing, and then they do have Bassett, so um, it'll be interesting to see. I, I I could I could hate this pick in five months, but. As of right now, I'm taking the Yankees because I have to put my money where my mouth is. But honestly, Zach, like you, you probably won this round with with the Blue Jays pick, in my opinion. <laughs> I I like the Blue Jays, dude. I I do. I'm telling. If that rotation can just figure it out, Gosman's going to be good. Manoa's going to be good. If 
Berrios can be serviceable. I mean, realistically, Bassett, Zach, realistically, like Manoa, Gosman, Bassett, and Berrios, like you're talking about four guys in your rotation who, if they're at their absolute best, that's a great four. That's a great four. And those four could be top 20 in Cy Young voting. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. If they're at their best, what we saw from Berrios in Minnesota was his best. He was pitching as a Cy Young pitcher. That's what he was. He didn't do that last year in Toronto. I, I literally don't even know who that was out there last year. If he can figure it out, he is the X factor for this team. I'm telling you. And yeah, they I'm, can, I'm probably going to take this, this division. I'm probably going to hate this pick, but I'm taking the Yankees. Uh, but man, the Blue Jays, man, it's fucking good value. All right, let's. How about let's, those Red Sox? How about those Red Sox? Of plus that's eighteen hundred. That's value, baby. <laughs> that's what I taught. That, that's what I. That you know what that is? That's when you pull that yeah. bet slip out of and you dust it off in forty years and say, "Hey, kids, look at this. This was a winner." <laughs> this is. This is. This that's is, what this, I'm talking about, baby. This is why we're driving around in Mercedes. <laughs> All right, oh, let's, let's let's head back out west for the for for the NL West. Uh, the Dodgers, man, like sound. I sound like a broken record at this rate, but the Dodgers are the favorite at minus one forty one, followed by the Padres at plus one forty, the Giants at plus eleven hundred, the D backs at plus sixty six hundred, and the Colorado Rockies at plus fifteen hundred to round out the National League West. Are you sure it's not fifteen thousand? Oop, excuse me. You're right. 15,000. Sorry. You're good. Uh, so Zach, I, I, boy, do I not like the Dodgers. I just don't want to say the Dodgers, but I feel I like I have to. Say the Dodgers, but I feel, I, <laughs> I feel like I have to. It's either the Dodgers or the Padres. The Giants, I'm sorry. You, you didn't make the big enough move, move to get in. What do you mean? They got Michael Conforto. They got Michael Conforto and Mitch Hanniger. Congratulations. They have too many outfielders. I don't know what they're going to do with them. You know what, Who Zach? Cares? You know what? I've been all offseason. I've been having the take that this is the year where I don't feel completely comfortable about the Dodgers. I've said this since December. I'm with so, you. Me too. So because they do have a good offseason. So I'm going with the San Diego Padres at plus 140 to win this division. Like we said at the beginning of this week. There's a lot of guys on this team who, who this is this is their walk year. They the the San Diego Padres could look completely different come twelve months from now. So I think there's a lot of guys playing for, for contracts this year. I think there's and I think there's also a lot of people pissed in that San Diego locker room. Like, why should we be the underdogs of this division when we have an absolutely loaded roster? The Dodgers have flaws this year. The Padres have dogs. So I'm taking the Padres to win this division. Why not? It's time someone dethroned the Dodgers. It is, but it's the Dodgers, Chris. It's the Dodgers. I'm taking the Padres to win this division at plus 140. I think those are great odds. So Yeah, unfortunately, I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Dodgers. It's because fair enough. They, it's, it's the it's the right pick to make in this they're division. Too, they're just too deep. They're too deep not to take them in in any kind of regular in any regular season. They're so deep, and even if they're 
not deep enough at the MLB level, they can go to AAA and pick up a guy, and he's probably going to be the next best player of all time because that's just what the Dodgers do. They just grab guys from AAA, and they bring them up, and they turn into starters that are great and bat 285 and hit 20 home runs and steal 30 bases out of nowhere. It's what they do. It's what they've always done. The pitching is still there. They add Syndergaard. They got him, Kershaw, Gonsolin. Hopefully May's injury doesn't resurface. They got Urias. I think the Padres have a tough back end of their rotation. Outside of Snell, Darvish, and Musgrove, the back end is lacking. Well, there's no, there's no, gonna... there's no argument that the Dodgers definitely have a better rotation. Yes, and I think a rotation leads to regular season wins. I mean, yeah, but I, I, in, in my opinion, I think the the Padres overall are set up better to win this division than the Dodgers are at the current moment. See, I, I just don't think so. Just because I just, I just I, hate, I, just believe, I, I hate that. I hate. I believe in the Dodgers. I believe in the Dodgers when shit goes to when shit hits the fan. I believe in the LA Dodgers system. See, I don't I, believe in see, the Padres. I would in years past, but I don't see that same depth anymore. That depth is gone. They have it. They no, they still have they a great farm system, but they don't have what they used to have. That's the issue. What do you mean? What do they used to have? They used to have guys you'd never heard of that came I up from that. I, I get that, Zach. But think about all the in in just in the past three years alone, like the or three four years, the guys that they've shipped off to get guys like Machado, guys like Turner, Scherzer, they've shipped yes, off. And they still have prospects. a top, and they still have a top farm system. This is what I'm saying. That's how deep it is. It's so right. deep that they traded away all these prospects and they still have a great farm. I'm looking up and, MLB farms. And they right are now. they are among the premier organizations at like the Astros like we talk about and like the Guardians like we talk about when it comes to developing players. They develop players into MLB players. They've been doing it for years. Damn, all right, yeah, the Dodgers are still too. Exactly. They traded away all that, and they still have one of the best farm systems in the league. It makes no sense. And they won 111 games last year. It makes Damn. no sense. Yeah. Shit, that's crazy. All right. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess you're, I guess you're, t- to your point, like, I, I, I guess, I guess, yeah, the, the Dodgers do still have that depth. I, I, I will say I, I was wrong on that, but I don't think there's as much major league talent readily, readily available for them as there has been in years past. And that's why I don't that, feel as comfortable. I, I, I don't feel as comfortable taking them as the division as I do the the San Diego Padres. With they're going to be getting Tatis back. They're going to have Soto for a full year. You got Machado on a contract year. You just got Bogarts. Like this is a team who is ready to win, and they're ready to win now. And I think they're pissed off at seeing how much love the Dodgers get from every sports writer. I think it's time for them to to step up and say we're we're going to dethrone the Dodgers and we're coming for that division title. So I'm taking the Padres at plus I forget. Hold on. Let me see what I had on that. Plus one one forty, yeah. I I personally just think I think the Padres are set up very nice. And they'll be win. making a move at the deadline that is going to shock yeah, the world I, too. I think they're set up very good to win playoff games and big games. They scare I just me. think that I just think the Dodgers are set up better to win more games in a 162 game season. I'll put it this way, Zach. I'll put it this way. 
it, out of all National League teams right now, the way the San Diego Padres ownership has shown aggression in the free agent market and in the trade market, they are, in my opinion, the scariest team in the National League right now. Because honestly, they play like it's no fucking tomorrow over there. Like they're throwing, they're throwing. The throwing... Team, but... Zach, you're just not saying that because you're a mental. No, 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 no. I, I seriously think ownership, like, look, I would say, like, the Mets, future-wise, we're built to be the scariest team in the National League. That's, like, our potential. As of right now, Padres ownership doesn't give a fuck. They've what, traded... does Steve Cohen care? No, Zach, but they've offered they offered two $400-plus million contracts. They're spending, like, drunken sailors over there right now. Think about the, the the sheer amount of money that San Diego has spent in the last four or five seasons, bringing in Hosmer, uh, Machado. Yeah, Chris, I get it. Trading but, uh, what for I'm those saying is, what guys I'm saying like is Soda, Soda Steve Cohen spent more money than everyone no, I, this off season, and he did in one off season. No, I understand that, and I'm not, and I'm not. And he I'm, hasn't had four or five years. No, Zach, I understand that. Trust me, I understand where you're coming from on this take. What I'm saying is the Padres' front office, they didn't get everyone they were trying to go after. They were going to offer Turner 400 They were going to offer Judge north of 400 They They, they didn't really have a great offseason in terms of what they were trying to do, and they landed with Bogarts. And don't think they don't think they need to improve that pitching staff because that move is probably coming soon. The San Diego Padres, in the way that they're run right now, they scared the shit out of me. And I'm not just saying that because they kicked our ass in the wild card. And I'm not afraid to say that. The San Diego Padres kicked our fucking ass in the wild card. So, yeah, they scare me more than the Dodgers right now. I think that's I think that's fair. All right, let's move on to the National League Central. The Cardinals are the the obvious favorites in this division at minus 120. The Brew Crew at plus 160. The Chicago Cubs at plus 600. The Cincinnati Reds at plus 6,500. And the Pittsburgh Pirates at plus 9,000. Are those odds before or after the engagement to Vanessa? Well, we'll I'm going to look to see if there's a better line. Oh, plus 6,600. It just moved. There we go. There we go. Vanessa Hutchins is going to be in the crowd, so. They're going to win more games. They're going to win more games. But the same could be said with Mets and Kate Upton. That's true. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a little bit. I think this is is easy to say. I think it's the St. Louis Cardinals again. I I think think it's the St. Louis Cardinals. I think we can both agree on this, and I don't think we have to spend a a shit ton of time on this, but it's It's the St. Louis Cardinals. It's the, it's their division to lose, and honestly, I think the the Brewers at plus one sixty is a generous line. I agree. I don't know how they're that low because I, I still ex- I still expect either Burns or Woodruff or and Yelich to be gone by the deadline. I was gonna say I think we can I think me and you can both agree that we think that the Brewers will be sellers come the deadline. Yeah, hundred percent. I think they will be big sellers come to the deadline, but. We'll see what happens. They they could go on a run. You never know. So are we just going to unanimously agree on the on the NL Central and just say Cardinals are winning this division? I think it's. I mean, 
They fill that's that hole with do. Molina that's- and Contreras, and they they still have they have Paul Goldschmidt, the reigning National League MVP, Arenado, who could probably they, they could they could honestly have back to back MVPs for the Cardinals right now. They, they have easily. They, they, they have three MVP candidates in the infield. So, um, yeah, let's. I think we can easily all agree on this. Cardinals and and push past this. Let's move. Let's let's round out our divisional, and then we'll quickly go over our um, our respective league picks to win the uh, the American and National League. The National League East to wrap the divisional roundup, though. Mets are the favorites at plus one forty five. Well, I guess actually this is there's I, I'm looking at a few lines here where some have it at plus one forty five, others have it at plus one thirty five, plus one twenty. They're the favorite to win the National League, but the Braves are literally right behind them at plus one forty, plus one forty, plus one thirty five. So it's I would say it's pretty much an even tie between the Braves and the Mets in the National League East. Phillies right behind them at plus two eighty, Marlins plus six thousand. Nationals round this division out at plus twenty thousand. Woof. Go Nationals. No, n- don't go Nationals. No, no, no one in the DC area who's a real baseball fan is a National fan. I guess. All right. You might be upset, but I'm not taking the Mets. I don't blame you. I'm not. I don't upset think about it's. It. I just. I just don't think it's the Mets. I think it's the Braves. I really. I'm going to be. I, I'm taking the Mets here. 100 percent that's right I, I figured you would but that's why i wanted to just say mine and then i'll let you go off yeah okay so I, I just i think it's the braves i just think they're set up very well with the young talent that they have with the young rotation just their the mixture of their lineup their rotation and their bullpen is just one of the best in baseball and they are they should be one of the world series favorites for this year i think they're going to run away not run away i think they're going to win the nl east it's i think it's going to be like last year it's going to be close between them and the mets the entire year most likely but i just expect it to be the braves with the way max freed and spencer strider are going to pitch with the way you know austin riley and matt chapman and or matt olson excuse me and you know ronald acuna and all these guys are going to hit the way they're going to be coached. They'll probably make a move. I love the Braves this year. I love them. I love them. I just love them. Yeah, I'm taking the Mets to win this division. And uh, this is a little bit of a bias pick, obviously, but I, I got to go with my team here. Uh, where, where, where do I start here? I'm pissed that we came up short in that last se- uh, series in Atlanta last year to lose this division. We were leading the division the entire season, so this 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 is a, a crusher for for fans, and I'm sure it was a, a absolute demoralizing experience for the team itself. Uh, but man, it, it, I think we got better this off season with the additions of JV Sanga Quintana beefed up the bullpen. Uh, Zach, what else? Zach, what else am I missing here? That's pretty much it. They didn't really add a bat. I feel like I'm missing something here. <clears throat> Correct. Oh, wait. No, that didn't happen. All right. Well, you can go fuck yourself. So, <laughs> and, and with the addition of Beatty and Alvarez coming up and maybe Mauricio, if we'll, we'll, we'll wait to see. And, Omar Narvaez. That's who you're forgetting. Yeah, Omar Narvaez. 
so honestly, I think I think we look better than ever to to compete for this division. Obviously, the Braves are going to be a tough competition, and the Phillies are not too far behind them in that regard too. So, I'm taking the Mets to win the National League East. And why don't we just jump right into the the National League pennant here? And I'm also taking the Mets to win this. This is a hometown pick, but I'm I don't give a fuck, man. I am I'm I'm taking my team to win. Uh, I think we're the best team in the National League. I think this is the best team that we've built going into a season in my lifetime. So I'm excited. I'm ready to roll Mets to win the National League pennant. I like that, it. And the Mets and, and those that line, by the way, for everyone at home is plus three eighty. So you're taking them to win the pennant, not have the best NL record, right? That's I'm taking them to win the pennant. Yeah, the pennant. Okay. Yep. So it, you're gonna you're gonna be like Zach. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm taking the Padres to win the pennant. Okay. I mean, it's it's, it's a, even it's though a, it's a fair it's a fair pick. I mean, they're even they're, though I'm taking the Dodgers to win the division. I think the Padres are just set up well to perform in the playoffs with the All Star caliber players that they have. And I expect them to make a deal for a pitcher at the deadline. If that happens, if they make a deal for a pitcher at the deadline, this team will be very, very scary because they will have that fourth pitcher and they will be one through four solid. And I think if they can stay healthy and this team can perform, if Tatis can get his head out of his ass and stop acting <laughs> like a child and just play outfield and, and just be a good player and Soto gets back to who he was in Washington – yeah, Bogart is going to lead them. Machado is going to lead them. This it's team a scary is very, team. very, it's, very it's, scary. I told you this is why they scare the shit out of me. It's it's a scary team, man. Yeah, they scare me. They scare me. Come playoff time, I think this team is going just going to turn it on. It's going to be incredible. Let's move over to the American League pennant now. The Astros are obviously the favorite to win the American League pennant, which doesn't come to a, a shock to anybody at plus three ten. But Zach, I'll tell you where I'm going to be putting my money, and I think you would like this pick as well. I'm taking the Blue Jays at plus six fifty to win the pennant. I man. am too. This, it's am a fun. Too. They're a fun team, and I can see them making a run in October. I am too, Chris. I am too. I think winning the division is going to be key for them to winning the AL pennant. If they don't win the division, it's going to be so much harder to go through the wild card. They're going to you know, you're going to have to use so many more guys, and they're just they're not ready for that. If they win this division, I love them to win the pennant. That's why I picked them to win the division, and I'm picking them to win the AL pennant as well. I think this team, if they can figure out the starting rotation, is can hit with the best of them. If the starting rotation is on, they can pitch with the best of them. This bullpen is where this team might struggle a little bit. With Jordan Romano at the back of that bullpen, locking it down in the ninth inning, I feel very confident with him. I love the Blue Jays. They're very, very very scary team in the AL. I think the Yankees should be, if I'm a Yankees fan, I'm worried. I would be very worried. Yeah, I agree. This is, I mean, the Yankees are at plus 350 to win this division, or excuse me, to win the pennant. And man, it's like, that's that that seems like the logical pick besides the Astros. But like, I really think this could be the year the Blue Jays finally make a push and make it to a World Series. Uh, that would That would definitely be fun to see Toronto and, the, the whole Rogers Center go crazy. Um, I think a Toronto, Toronto, San Diego World Series would be like would it be would sick. be weird. It would be weird, but it would be really fun because those are two really, really star power. If you teams. if you went into a coma in like 2010 and woke up in 2023 and saw a Padres Blue Jays World Series, you'd be like, "What you'd the hell is this world coming to?" <laughs> 
All right. Also, can we can we also acknowledge the fact that the Mariners at plus eight fifty is also great odds for the for the pennant? Like, I like yeah, Ex- yep. They're my team. They're my also the team Guardians at plus eleven hundred. Like, there's some good value there to go find if you if anyone out there wants to bet on the the pennant winner for the American League. All right, should we get into some uh, to some Florida Man Friday, everyone's favorite segment of the week? I love Florida Man Friday. Let's get into some Florida Man Friday. Do you mind if I go first? Can I go first? Take us, take us, take us through this. Let's go. I will take us to a journey to a place called Collier County, Florida. So the title of my article is Florida Man Accused of Decapitating Hamster discard and Discarding the Body Whoa. in a Box Near His Home. So apparently, this guy is not a big fan of hamsters, bought a hamster, came home, immediately chopped its head off. Well, that's chopped a little, that's a little its excessive. head off, decapitated the hamster, put it in a box near his house. His neighbor found it. And guess what? Guess what else the neighbor found? What do you find? Five more boxes with dead hamsters. This guy is just obsessed with killing hamsters. Oh, Put this free. guy in jail. Get him off the streets. This is exactly how serial killer movies start. It starts with dead animals when they're young, and then they get older. This is the next Netflix people. special, right? This <laughs> is the next Netflix. The, the hamster murderer in Collier County, Florida. So I'm terrified of this guy. I'm like 99% sure that's a county that I see on like live PD. Can I ask though, how do you get arrested for killing hamsters? Uh, it's animal cruelty. I guess. I mean, not I even I guess. It is animal yeah, cruelty. Yeah, no, no, it is. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just because like I don't look at hamsters like I look at dogs. I'm just like it's a hamster. That's fair. It's like a squirrel. Producer Jake, do you want to uh, do you want to go here? Sure, I'll jump in. Uh, I have a pretty good one this week, I think. Um, <clears throat> the title is "Florida Men," one of which dressed in a bull costume, accused of trying to burn down house with ragu sauce. <laughs> what? Whoa. So there was two uh, two men, Derek and John. Um, they just they broke into a home, stole like a flat screen, an AC unit, and a vacuum. Um, and the best part of of this whole uh, article is that when 911 eventually got to the house, they said that um, – let me find it here. Where is it? Oh, and they, they found a pot of burning ragu sauce and a washcloth near the stove's burner, which appeared to be in an effort to start a fire. Um, and the guy said – he was trying to make it look like I left the stove on, but who gets up at 2 a.m. and fixes Skeddy? Skeddy, man. Skeddy. You never you never, you never, never cook yourself some 2 a.m. Skeddy? No, never get 2 a.m. Skeddy. Like 1.30 Skeddy is fine, but like 2, man. It's, going, it's pushing it. Time to, time to turn the engine off. Also, what a cheapo using ragu sauce. Come on. That's no good. Don't use ragu. All right. Go. Let me uh, my mine mine is uh mine's pretty good here. Uh, mine's Florida man chugs two beers in under thirty seconds at Epcot, removes shirt and almost falls from Skyliner platform during skirmish with police. That is so. Awful. If 
if anybody has been to Epcot before, you know it is a blast to go around to each country and to drink and just experience all different cultures. Uh, and at the same time, just get absolutely blitzed over there. So an intoxicated Florida man chugged two beers in less than 30 seconds at the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. It would not take long for the rest of his visit to Disney World to unravel. The guy was apparently being very loud, and that's when the police came over. He slammed the two beers, then the police tried to chase him. And at that moment, he almost fell off of a Skyline platform, uh, and the police arrested him for public intoxication. Uh and yeah, God, so Florida. God, yeah, Florida is an awesome time, but I'll tell you, Epcot is. Uh, once you take that lap around, you come out a different man than you were when you started it. Oh yeah, feel more cultured and definitely a little more buzzed. So definitely, highly definitely recommend more. doing that if if anyone goes down to Epcot. Definitely more cultured, that's for sure. It's all about the learning. Absolutely. Should we get into some picks now? Let's do it. I love picks. Picks are great. Picks are great. They're my favorite. Powered by Riverside. All right, it's kind of a quiet weekend for sports, but you'll always find something to bet on, even if it's Russian table tennis at 2 a.m. So, uh, Zach, what do you got? What do you got for the rest of this weekend? All right. And you're on a losing streak, I just so I think want to you take can address this time that. Yeah, let's, to, let's address. And yeah, I I need to address the, the, the people out there. You've been shit. I so let's am, put it frank. I, I, I have, it, it, to, to put it in nice words, I've been cold. That's a nice uh, after starting out with, after starting out the first three episodes, three and zero, I am one for my last nine. Ouch! So I'm one and eight in my last nine picks. I have won one college basketball pick, and I have lost eight. So we will be getting off of college basketball. We'll go into the NBA. We're going to the NBA, and I got this great betting strategy from my. My great friend, producer Jake, who told me, if you love a game, if you absolutely love a team, take the opposite because you're probably going to lose. So I absolutely loved the Detroit Pistons tomorrow against the Charlotte Hornets. So obviously I'm taking the Charlotte Hornets plus one and a half in Detroit. It's, who knows? Who knows? But But that's my pick. Hopefully I can get hot. I'm on the complete opposite side of the spectrum here. I'm on fire lately. I'm nine and three overall with my picks right now. And I am, there's no line out for this, but I'm sticking with Big East Hoops because it's what I know. Pretty damn good at betting it. I'm taking the Marquette Golden Eagles spread. There's no line for this yet. So, everyone, if you're going to take my pick, just hold on and wait for a line. It should be out uh, tonight, which would be Friday night. Uh, I'm taking them, whatever their spread is, at home against Butler. Marquette is, without a doubt, the hottest team in the Big East right now. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm riding with the hot hand right now. So I'm taking Marquette spread over the Butler Bulldogs at home in Milwaukee. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm right in the middle of the pack. I think I'm exactly 500 throughout all my picks. So um, we're just going to 
you know, going to keep losing money to Vegas the old-fashioned way. Uh, I'm going to stick with the strategy I told Zach. I love the Hawks tomorrow night, or tonight, I guess, if you're listening. So I'm going to take the Jazz minus one and a half. Um, don't really know much about basketball, but I just like the Hawks. So. I think that's – that's- it's a good strategy. I, I hope it works. If it works, I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> it will. It, it always does. Did you hit your your one from last time that you, you loved the Maple Leafs, but the Bruins, you picked the Bruins or whatever? Yep. Smack, they won like 7-2. Jeez. Okay. It's going to hit then. Let's go Hornets tomorrow night, baby. Let's go. All right. Should we get into our uh, roulette spin now? Our, uh, damn, this, this segment gets me. This is just so sad. It's the saddest segment in the entire universe. It's so sad, but it's going to, it's going to be so sick when we hit it. All right. Well, the random number was nine. It was nine. All right. Jake is going to give us. Oh yeah. So, so for everyone who can't see, uh, listening to us right now, Jake has, uh, shared his screen with us and we can, we're able to see, uh, a live roulette wheel right now. We are betting on nine. We're waiting for the next hand or the next game to, to start. So, Zach, we've like – we consistently get right in like the like the number right next to whatever we're going to be betting on, right? Pretty much every time. We've been on our – I mean like, look, we haven't won. We haven't hit one yet, but like I would say we're we're pretty we're – get, we're getting there. We're pretty fucking close. I, I would say we're due. All right. If anything, we're due. The ball is in motion right now. Here we go. Here we the go. We need to do it like motion. this every time. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. on. Nine. Come on. Nine. Hit I lost nine. it on the wheel. I lost it on the wheel. I lost it on the wheel. So I have no Still idea. going in a circle. Yep. No, no, I know, but I'm, I'm trying to find the number nine. There we go. There we go. 22. Uh, oh, oh, my God. God. It's God, next it to nine. Right That's next, next to nine. nine. That's right dude. next to nine. Dude, this can't be real. This actually can't be real. This is oh at least. Oh, my God. I was muted. Oh at my least. God. Oh, my God, bro. All right, we have to run it back. Let's let's do one We're more. We're doing again, another one. Extra spin, one. extra spin, extra spin. 29, 29, 29. 29, 29, 29, 29, 29. Oh, 29. running nine. I didn't get it in time. Oh, nine. no. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Nine, nine, If, nine, if nine, 29 nine. hits, holy shit. All right, are we doing another one just for the people? Go watch the it's YouTube a, at TalkOffPod if you want to watch the roulette spin. Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram at TalkOffPod. Oh, my. 26. Oh, my God. I thought that was 29. Holy <laughs> shit. I almost freaked out for a second. Damn. Rip All right, night. everybody. Another day down. Another another day, another loss to Vegas. Well, you know what? The house always wins. So Next week, we're going to hit it. Next week, we're going to hit it. Definitely. All right, everybody. Well, enjoy your weekend. We will be back on Tuesday for some more content for everybody, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at the Talk Off Pod. We will see you next week. One day closer to opening day. You know it. Love you guys.